Lake Effect brings you conversations about what's happening in Milwaukee and the people, places, and organizations that shape the community. This is Lake Effect Spotlight from WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. To quote John Gerda, Milwaukee is a city of neighborhoods, and in each of those neighborhoods there are dozens of bars. If you're looking for a spot to drink in the city, there is no shortage of options, but there are some that rise above the rest. This month, Milwaukee Magazine has listed its top bars in the city. Dining critic Ann Christensen joins me now to share a few of those picks. Anne, thank you so much for being here on Lake Effect. Thank you. So as we've been getting back into life, as the height of the pandemic has waned, a lot of us have returned to the office and we are rebounding some semblance of office life. That includes happy hours, a time of day where you can get cheaper drinks and often cheaper food. What makes for a good happy hour bar? You want to feel like this is a place you can linger, sit and you're comfortable. The bartender is engaging. But also, I think a happy hour needs to have a good deal. You know, there's got to be a reason that you're going to go there at five o'clock right after work, except, you know, obviously you want to have a drink, but it helps to have those drink deals and and some something delicious to eat with it. So you can kind of carry on with your evening without, you know, getting tipsy and not being able to kind of function. You, you want to be able to have something in your stomach as well. For sure. Now, your list includes a lot of old favorites. I would encourage people to check out the full list, but we're going to focus on just a few for this conversation. What are some of the new happy hour bars that people may be unfamiliar with? There's a new restaurant um, on 74th and Hampton called An Ox Cafe. It is Thai and Laotian and Hmong food, and they have a really great happy hour. So they're doing... Um, you know, special drink items at that time. And they're also doing discounted appetizers. So they have things like chicken satay, they have egg rolls, they have calamari. That's a, a great choice. They're they're open for happy hour Wednesday through Friday from two to nine. In the old Birch and Butcher, I don't know if you remember this restaurant on um, Pleasant Street. So it's like Pleasant where it turns into Water Street. It has been uh, changed to a restaurant called Birch. And this place is really charming. They have great, really great kind of farm to table cuisine. Um, but if you're going to go in to have a cocktail, they have two different liquor bars. They're definitely doing discounted drinks during happy hour, along with um, a special snack menu that includes like chicken wings, beef tartare, things of that nature. And then I got to mention St. Bibiana. St. Bibiana is um, a bar on Brady Street that's named after the patron saint of hangovers. I, I didn't know that there really was a patron saint of hangovers until this place opened. Um, but they, too, are doing um, specialty priced food items, um, select drinks and food such as their Bibiana burger. So um, and that's Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Those are just three of close to maybe a dozen places that I mentioned here that have great happy hours. There are quite a lot. Uh, this The list includes a wide array of styles of bars slash restaurants and food. So definitely check it out. Uh, the next category that we're going to look at is speakeasy. Now, when it comes to a speakeasy, what's the criteria there? 
to me, it should be a place that's kind of hidden and hard to find. You know, it should be a little bit of a journey, a mystery journey to try to figure out where to get to it. Probably the newest speakeasy that that opened is called, I think it's pronounced Mosler's Vault. It's in the basement of the new North Avenue market, and it's run by the Bitter Cube people. This building was a bank at one point, and the speakeasy is the old um, vault, the old bank vault. So it's got those old vault doors and there's no windows inside. It's very small. It feels like you're in this little cave. So that to me, you just have this, that's sort of the feel of a, of a speakeasy is it's kind of, it's dark, it's small, and it's kind of tucked away. Now there's a couple of others that are on the list. I don't think I've actually been to any of these speakeasies. Hmm. Leo Lounge is above uh, a restaurant called Toro Cochina, and it's it's in the old Trocadero building, um, and that's also a very new a uh, very new speakeasy. And their focus seems to be on kind of it's almost like for women. Although I mean it's I mean it's definitely open for you know anyone to come in, but they have like they have a Manhattan. That's what it is. So they have a woman Manhattan. They're kind of targeting, um, you know, women, and then they have a lot of um, women artists' works on the walls. So it has a very female, powerful female kind of um, kind of vibe to it. And then the other speakeasy has actually been around for a bit, but I think a lot of people don't know about it because it is so hidden. And it's called Shanghai, and it's um, kind of behind Crossroads Collective Food Hall, which is over on the east side, and it's near the Cat Sip and Per Cat Cafe. Um, and again, it has this very hidden entrance that you have to find when you're kind of walking through um, Black Cat Alley. So there's something about these places that makes you just want to go there because they they seem so mysterious. All right. Well, moving from a very mysterious category to a uh, a category that I would say uh, I I quite understand. There are a lot of people who have been trying to drink less alcohol overall, uh, maybe for health reasons, maybe just for preference. So in light of that, we've seen the rise of the mocktail. It is great news for someone like my mom who hates the taste of alcohol but loves a well-mixed drink. What are some of the best spots for mocktails in Milwaukee? You know, and this this may come as a surprise to people that are going to look at this story. They might be thinking, oh, they're focusing on sober bars, places where, um, you know, there's no alcohol served at all. No, this our, our focus really was specifically on bars that everyone can go to and have a good time. So, some of the best places to have a mocktail are places that you can also go and have a great cocktail. For instance, Lost Whale, they have a wonderful selection of mocktails using syrups that they make in-house, fresh herbs. They make their own tinctures. It's just a lot of things that they put into it that they they put as much thought into their mocktails as they do their cocktails. Another one is, um, is actually a restaurant called Odd Duck. And Odd Duck has, um, they're always, they've always been known for their cocktails, which they're very elaborate, very complex. Essentially, they can make um, non-alcoholic versions of many of them. And they have a new location now. They're on 2nd Street. Uh, and then they have a very large bar and lounge area, which they didn't have before. 
And then Central Standard, which um, the new craft house and kitchen, Central Standard is known as a distillery. They make whiskey, they make um, vodka and other spirits, but they also have really great mocktails. And um, again, comes as a bit of a surprise, but um, it's also a really great location too in an old Cream City brick building. So it's a, it's a really fun place to go. Oh, for sure. Now, you mentioned one of the restaurants that actually appears in our next category as well, Odd Duck. We talked about Birch earlier. And, of course, a great cocktail with a great meal is a hallmark of Milwaukee dining. But there are definitely some spots that rise to the top. What are some of your favorites? So if we're talking um, a place where I can get a really good meal and a great cocktail at the same time or have a lively bar, we're seeing many more of those now. Um, One of them is an Indian place called Saffron, which is it's kind of a modern Indian restaurant, actually. And it's on Water Street in the Third Ward. They have really creative cocktails and a lot of them pair well, really well with the food. Um, So we're talking, you know, food that has a lot of flavor to it. And so we're talking cocktails that complement that. Another restaurant is is another new place. It's called Loopy and Iris. This is a a very high profile restaurant that opened in um, the 777 building, which is part of the campus of NML. And it was opened by Adam Siegel, who used to be uh, a chef for the Bartolotta restaurant. So this is his kind of tour de force restaurant. They have a fabulous bar. It's big and it's bright and it's kind of a horseshoe shape. So there are quite a few seats and you really feel like you're part of kind of part of the action when you sit there. That to me is kind of the pinnacle of of a restaurant cocktail bar is you really feel like you're part of the scene. And all of these places that I mentioned, I think, give you that feel. All right. Well, it is a great list of restaurants and bars to check out. And thank you, as always, for joining us here on Lake Effect. Thanks, Joy. Ann Christensen is the dining critic for Milwaukee Magazine. At milwaukeemag.com, you can find their full list of the best bars in the city. You can find more interviews like this one by visiting wuwm.com slash lakeeffect. And while you're there, subscribe to the Lake Effect Spotlight podcast. 